the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I am very excited about this series because we recently walked through this with over 80 women at a retreat calling the Retreat Renew, that we want to have a strong mind for a strong life. So we thought we would offer it to you as well. This may take us several episodes, but we wanted you to have a clear mind in this crazy world. We all need that, don't we? And so I'm so honored today. I have my mother here with me, Sherry Godby. Welcome to the show. Hello, and thank you for having me. <laughs> well, you, you met another friend this summer, and her name was Erica. What about Erica's story? Well, Erica had some loss in her life. And until her teen years, she was raised by parents that who were together, and they were seemingly, you know, very successful to the public eye. They were successful, but they had a secret. And the secret was that the dad would drink from the time he came home until the time that wow. he went to bed. And so all those secrets that surrounded that alcohol abuse, you know, she she did not know how to deal with. But the parents wanted a, a good education for her, even though they were not Christians, and they sent her to a Christian school. Mm. And at the that's Christian God's school, grace. That's God's grace. And at the Christian school, she she didn't know how to pray, but she said, "God, if you're real, fix my family." Oh, that's such a beautiful, <laughs> bold prayer <laughs> of a little girl. Oh. <laughs> fix my family. We can pray. Anyone can pray that right now, even today. God, yes. if you're real, yes. fix our family. Right. What a beautiful prayer. And, you know, I guess the father was convicted of his sins, and he became a Christian not long after that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's and then good. she became a Christian. Mm -hmm. And then that led her to study the Bible. And then that led her to have a published Bible study with Moody Publishers. That's incredible. And so you would think, okay, everything's going well and going great with this this uh, young person who is a published author. Mm -hmm. But she felt like an imposter. Yes. Wow. I guess mm -hmm. the devil tries to lie to us, doesn't he? Right. It was a, a, an attack What's an imposter? What, what would you... Well, it would be like a fraud. She felt like she was not genuine, you know, that she was a fake. But she was so genuine. She was genuine. And, you know, a real imposter would not have the thoughts that she had. <laughs> they, they would feel differently. But some of the feelings that she suffered from were anxiety, fear of failure, depression, lower self-esteem, feelings of guilt and humiliation and frustration. These are some of the symptoms of a, an imposter syndrome. She felt some of those things. It was a spiritual attack, but the Lord taught her how to respond. It was the Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit's the teacher and taught her how to respond to this. Hmm. And 
her action plan was to track and measure her successes. So she started keeping a journal of her successes, and that was healing for her. Helped her to see that she wasn't a failure. Right. And she had some positive feedback, and that was, you know, slowly building up her self-esteem. She even saved thank you notes or or encouraging cards that people sent her. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a smart idea. I do, too. Wow. 14 traits of an adult child of an alcoholic. That's a lot to overcome. That's a lot to overcome. And I didn't always know about that, but I learned that later. And when I looked at that list, I saw that that's what I had battled for decades. Mm. And I thought, well, I don't know what to do with this list. It's it's not who I want to be. But if you're an adult child of an alcoholic, you have a tendency. It does not mean you're going to be that way, but you have a tendency maybe or you battle those things, 14 different things. Mm. And that was that was very humbling to see myself in that list. And so what I did was I just decided to give it to the Lord. I said, Lord... Um, you know, I don't want to take years to, you know, get this yeah. turned around. I just yeah. said, Lord, here it is. I don't want it. I don't want this. And I just was trusting the Lord to bring healing in every area of those places, those 14 areas. He can change anything. He can transform yes. mm-hmm. anything. Yes, and he, he doesn't always take 10 years to do it. <laughs> He's pretty fast He's when pretty he wants fast. to. <laughs> I like Godspeed. Godspeed to everybody, right? God, I pray God's speed over you today. <laughs> Oh, and then we have one more story of grief and loss, and this is Karen Kingsbury. You may have heard of her. She was a very, is a very famous author, and she had hit the measure of 25 million copies sold. And her instinct was to pick up the phone and tell her father. And then she realized, my father has died. And she had forgotten in that moment of excitement. But he had died of a massive heart attack. But before he did... One one day he had picked up the phone and called Karen Kingsbury and he sang her. I, I would sing it to you, but <laughs> it might not sound that great. Uh, he sang her a Rod Stewart song that says, have I told you lately that I love you? What a great memory. Yes. And he said, this is how I feel about my family. Mm, I didn't remember that. That's mm-hmm. beautiful, isn't it? Yes. So he, he sang her. This is how I feel about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have I told you lately that I love you? And so, so when she gets this, this marker of 25 million copies sold of her book, she wants to call her dad, but since she can't, she prayed. And that is one of her action words was Karen's action word. She prayed and she said, God, would you tell my dad that I love him? And then later in the afternoon, she was walking with uh, her daughter and some friends and they were going to do a selfie in the park. And as they, they went to do the selfie, this man walking by said, Hey, I'll take the photo for you. And so they say, okay, thank you. And he takes the photo. And then her daughter says, hey, mom, did you know that's Rod Stewart? And she was like, that's Rod Stewart. (laughs) What? (laughs) I mean, of all things, right? And so she runs after him and says, you know, wow, I want to tell you this story. And my dad had called and sang your song and love your song. And and it just really touched Rod Stewart's heart. Yes. He said, you made my day. He said, may I give you a hug? (laughs) Oh, isn't that beautiful? I mean, so God answered her prayer in her grief in such a personal way and and um don't do you have the prayer there that that i think um you know one thing that we could pray is that she prayed from that song is god take away all of my sadness and fill my heart with gladness yes. and that was also part of the rod stewart song uh, that and she made that almost into a prayer that yes, we could pray did. why why can't we pray that so karen's action words were she remembered she remembered that her dad loved her she prayed about it and that's something that we can do and um, 
I think we should maybe just stop and, and, and do that right that. now. Let's, that we can do great. that. This is a prayer for healing. Yes, let's you know. do that. Lord Jesus, I need your healing touch. Please heal me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I look to you for healing of my mind, my emotions, my body, and my wounded spirit. Fill my heart with gladness. Take away all my sadness. Thank you for hearing and answering my prayer. Amen. Amen. Well, before we go, I want to do one more story because I think it's a powerful one. And this was my dad's story. And and he had an action word. And this may be your action word for today. He relied on the Lord. So tell, tell quickly how dad had to rely on the Lord. Yes, he had to rely on the Lord to to comfort him because he had lost his dad at 37 years old. He was 37. His dad was 70 years old. And this was unexpected. I mean, of course, you know that, you know, an older person can die, but he mm-hmm. we just didn't think about that day. And we had talked about it being maybe in 10 years or so. Well, and he was a larger than life father figure, wasn't he? Yes, I mean, he a was. World War II hero. Right. Uh, what, two Purple Hearts. I yes. mean, a bronze star. Right. And, and just, yeah, a fabulous person. A- a great person and he wanted to go to the VA hospital so mm-hmm. we uh, so the the night that that uh, that we took him to the hospital what had happened was that we were together as a small family in mm-hmm. Tennessee we had gathered together uh, to to watch my niece in a band competition and we did not know that would be our last weekend with him but it was it was really a good weekend and um, we could see God's hand in it that couldn't he we? pulled us all together yes we were all together that last day of his life but anyway it was like in the middle of, uh, middle of the night and he was uh, having stomach pains his upper stomach was bothering bothering him and he said i want to go to the va and so uh, my husband brent took his dad to the to the va and there they checked him out. They said, you're okay. You're okay. And, they, and someone said, well, can he, can he drive? Because his wife, Dolly, didn't drive. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, he can drive. But as he was putting his jacket on to leave, he started slumping to the floor and releasing all of his breath. And by the time he got to the floor, he, he, had, he had passed. And so the hospital staff and, and my husband, your dad, uh, put him up on the table and tried to revive him. And they, they grabbed the defibrillator that was close by, but it did not work. It was faulty. So they did, went to another floor and got a different defibrillator and brought it back, but they could never revive him. And so we, we felt robbed. My my husband felt robbed. That's, that is exactly how he felt. And I do remember him feeling anger. He was angry that that had happened, you and know, traumatized, he was too. traumatized and he was kind of in shock and he felt robbed because we had thought, you know, surely we have another 10 years with him, you know. And so he said uh, in his story that he only recently wrote mm-hmm. because he had never written his story. And I had asked him to write it just what a few weeks ago. And he said, in my time of grief, I had to return over and over to what the word of God says about the believer in Jesus Christ. I knew my father was a professed Christian, and I relied on the promises of the Bible for him as a believer. And he he went on to say that he would go to the word of God, which said, you know, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And then he and then the scripture that says that he saves those who are crushed in spirit. And Mm -hmm. so he was relying on God's word for comfort. Yes. During that time and, and not just at that time, but since then, because, you know, I don't think in my experience, you you know, you still remember your parents and you, you know, 
That doesn't even go years away. later. You know, I still miss my father-in-law, and it's been a lot of years. Well, sure, mm-hmm. I think we all do. You know, I, I like that word "rely" because for me, you're almost leaning in, mm-hmm. you're you're pressing in to the Word of God because yes. you really desperately need it, yes. and that will get you through that time yes. of grief and sorrow. Right. The Word of God is healing, isn't it? Well, sound mind, sound life is might seem difficult if you're in a time of temptation. What do you do? But God has the answer, doesn't he? And he wants to help us to keep a clear mind, even in times of temptation. And I'm I'm here today again with my mother. Welcome to the show, Simply for Women. It's fun to be together, isn't it, Mom? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Sherry Godby, she's a teacher. She's a a chaplain. She's everything. (laughs) And you're going to really enjoy uh, her today. But, you know, I, I think that let's just kick it off with a prayer, how to, a prayer to just to be able to resist temptation. I don't know what temptation you're facing right now, but we all have different ones that we face uh, from time to time. But Lord Jesus, today we submit to you. Uh, we submit our mind, our body, our emotions, our relationships, and our finances. God, we submit all that we are and all that we possess, and we help us, Lord, to resist the temptation that we're experiencing. Give us the discernment so that we would know how to respond to these temptations. And we thank you for all the times that you have helped us in the past. Cause us to be victorious. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 